Hey guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce an episode of NMS 60. And NMS 60 is a show that we used to edit together um, after the live New Music Saturday show um, and before we used to put the show up on different podcast apps. We used to edit together one hour, the best of or best bits uh, show from that weekend and we used to give it to a whole range of um, internet and FM radio stations across the world um, and they used to play at different times throughout the week <clears throat> they scheduled it in uh, played the show and you got kind of a best bits so and then you could go back and catch up uh, if you wanted to hear the show in full on our website and things like that um, we decided to put all the nms 60 episodes up on uh, these podcast channels just to you know for historical reference and for you guys to hear them we really hope you enjoy them um, for all the latest episodes flip up to the front and we'll, we'll keep uploading them every week head over to newmusicsaturday.com as well and you can find links to our youtube channel some great bonus content uh, including some bonus episodes on spotify and other places um and and just links to our socials and stuff like that you can sign up to the mailing list as well and we'll send you uh roughly a weekly email that kind of says this is this is the show this week and this is what we've been up to and stuff like that so thank you so much for your support really hope you enjoy nms 60 and do check out the full shows as well cheers guys Right on, and welcome to Music Saturday. Mike and I are live. Mike, what's happening, buddy? Hey, dude. It's good to be back. I had a week off last week, so I'm uh, very, very happy to be here. Have you had a good week? I mean, it's been a good week. We got a lot of stuff done, and I'm glad it's Saturday because, like I said, we got a lot of good music tonight, and we do have a special guest, which will be on in roughly about an hour. So we're gonna plow through uh, what we can until the guest comes on, get through a few things, get back to the music again. We'll be playing music regardless, but I'm excited. I know being kind of kind of keeping this uh, kind of close to close to my chest and not really telling anybody, but it'll be a lot of fun. So we're gonna kick off tonight. You haven't even told me, man. No, I know. Special guest. Yeah. You think you should tell me first? You, you know. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I thought we were friends. You jerk. You're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know, it'll it'll be it'll be worth it. This this is the probably one the one and only time I'll I'll do this to you because I did this to the Madison as well. But this is just gonna be just just as much fun. So our first one up is uh, we got a brand new one by Jupiter and Velvet, and Jupiter and Velvet has been such uh, a good uh, a, a good part of the show, and uh, he's been uh, a real uh, real uh, uh, friend of the show by submitting a lot of music. Every time his new album comes out, he, he sent me one either digitally or, or in, the, in the mail uh, for the physical copy. And uh, I'm kicking myself because like not too long ago, probably might have mentioned about three or four months ago. He played in Michigan. I had no idea. It's a two-hour drive. He couldn't get up and see the show. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I missed it. Damn it. No way. But I'm, I'm hopefully he'll, he'll come back around in that area. So without further ado, let's get to Jupiter and Velvet's new song. This one's called Into the Arms of Love. Dig this.
tripped out mixed with uh, like 70s uh, rock and and uh, it just it's just always got that certain feel to it and be honest with you I'm not sure I mentioned this before but he does remind me uh, he, he's uh, almost a, a mix because Midnight always had a few singers but uh, it's a mix between uh, Peter Garrett and, and Rob and uh, Rob Hurst from uh, from uh, a Jeep, uh, from Midnight Oil I guess singing wise but a great tune I really enjoyed it Definitely, man. No, I absolutely love that tune. That's a great comparison as well. Um, for me, it had uh, a bit of the kind of heathen chemistry era of Oasis uh, mixed with kind of space, if you remember space. They were fantastic. Yeah, well, yeah. I think I said that last time we played these guys, actually. Um, and actually, that song had a real kind of T-Rex vibe as well. It was a bit of party rock, wasn't it? Good point, yeah, absolutely. Pretty cool. Yeah, man, no, that was that's proper good. And that's a that's a great party tune to uh, to start the show, and it's going to be. I was flicking through the playlist earlier. It's a rock and roll show, man, and that's a great way to start it. <laughs> oh man, speaking of which, we got some more good stuff coming up. The next one up, actually, um, we got uh, initially. Oh, we got introduced courtesy of Ivan from Riftaf, and then not too long after that, they sent me uh, the repeat, and this is a band called Saint Apache, and the song is called Wolf Machine. Dig this. Thank you. 
Right on, Saint Apache. Now that was dirty rock and roll at its best. I mean, the, the vocally, man, he's a little bit like Chester Bennington from from Lincoln Park. I think you mentioned that uh, before, Mike. And uh, wow, it just it just it just a mix of of like uh, new. It's like almost like a new style rock, but mixed with some of the old school cool stuff like Lincoln Park, Chili Peppers, like the the, the blues kind of um, jazz influence. You know, like really really good stuff, man. Like I love these guys. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. It had um, all of that in it. It had a real audio slave vibe. And I think last time they were on, we sort of said I was a bit Rage Against the Machine yep. as well, which I guess is, you know, makes sense <laughs> to go yep. audio slave as well. Um, <laughs> had that going on. I, I think basically, if you're someone that just likes having your face blown off with proper rock and roll, you'll probably like that tune, right? So, yeah, right. <laughs> I loved it, obviously. Or, or, or something you want to drive to, maybe not too much, because you know, the, the pedal's going to go, your, your foot's going to go into the pedal pretty easily and pretty fast. Yeah, you're going to get fined for that one. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right on, man. Next up, we're going to kind of switch gears again here. We're kind of jumping all over the place tonight, but it, it suits and it fits. So next up is a brand new one from Spawn. This one's called Back on Track. Dig this.
done. That was Spawn with Back on Track. That was another very, very cool Ska song. And we both talked about how much we love Ska. And uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, what I noticed in this song, you know, like really cool. Very funny. You know, just really had that, that, that point of time and get out, get out of your seat and start skanking around, right? But the thing that stood to me yeah. is one thing I listened for a lot. And it's mainly due to the fact that uh, uh, my brother has Ska Band growing up. And his bassist, this 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 kid, well now guy, like an adult, right, was just something else. I mean, like it it got to the point where he was uh, taking bass lessons, teaching bass lessons, and almost kind of teaching his teacher things as well. Right. That's how good this kid was. So I, I always kind of listen out for the bass lines. I mean, not that I not that I say you know what, well if they're not like him, then forget it. But you no, know, the the bass is like super cool. This one, like a really good job because like. Bass in a ska band is not an easy thing, man. It's 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 not it's it's not your, your kind of your 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 basic stuff sort of thing, you know. It'd be like going from playing rock and roll, which is not not super easy, but a little a little bit easier than going to play ska and uh, or uh, going from let's say um, from uh, basic uh, alternative grunge to uh, to like classical or jazz. Yeah. Right. It's it's, it's 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 a big jump, you know. And it's it's like saying, okay, well now go jam with Les Claypool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right, man. Do you know, bass is a, is a mystery to me anyway. I I, um, I assumed um, when we first started one in five, right? I um, there was only the two of us that first started, and we started recording some tracks just to kind of remember them more than anything. Right. Um, and eventually, two of those made it onto our, our first EP. But as more band members joined, they added their bits. But one of the things on two of those songs, I play the bass, and you can tell which two they are because they're the two we never play live <laughs> <laughs> because, because I can't play the bass and, and James just looks at it and goes why'd you do that I'm like I don't know about this I mean they're good tracks but you listen back the oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I just thought oh it's easy it's two strings less right easy oh. <laughs> Um, what, I, what I have to say about this song, uh, well, there's several <laughs> things I have to say about this song. The organ is absolutely phenomenal. Um, Spawn are just brilliant. Like, I, I, um, I joined the 21st Century and, and uh, signed up to Spotify this week. Um, purely actually because my friend Stuart put a playlist up that I really wanted to hear. Uh, I've kind of avoided it for, you know, for, just because I can't be bothered and, and you know, it doesn't pay bands very well and everything else. But I thought, ah, oh, screw it, loads of bands are on there and I want to hear this. Spawn are on there and I've listened to that album so many times this week I'm going to make them rich I swear to god um, Spawn are brilliant they are my new favourite band for this week I think they're absolutely stunning and you know I love Scar and I love this band they're such fun so next up we're going to get to a new song by DF and the Alibis this one's called Won't Go Back dig this did back then I don't do no more the way I lived back then 
Alibis uh, is a great, great song, man. I really dig it. It's like really like cool, like, and um, it's it's hard to explain. It's kind of like old old school. I mean, definitely some heavy blues influence for like, like the, the guitar riffs and the solos, which are just really badass. So, I mean, yeah, I, man, it's got groove, isn't it? That's yeah, for sure. And the singing, it almost reminds me of like uh, someone from the like the fifties or early sixties, you know. But really, really cool, and these these guys played a show a couple weeks ago with the Bronsons as well. Oh really? Yeah, oh, man. Oh, that, oh man, I saw the Bronsons the other week. That was a, that is a good live band. I can tell you that. Wow. Um, oh man, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I thought they were. I thought that was pretty in tune. It's got you're right, a real kind of fifties, sixties kind of vibe uh, going on, which is cool. It was kind of um, music to watch Pulp Fiction too. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. 
Right anyway. on. So we have one more song to get to, then we're going to get to our special guest, and we kind of switch things up here just because flow-wise how it would work better. So next up is Q Cliche, who I believe are on tour right now. This one's called A Song for Charlie. Dig this. cliche with a song for charlie man that was a lot of fun like reminds me of old blink 182 and like really decent man like i just love these guys i think these guys are a fantastic band i love the fact that pop punk is coming back and it's coming back much better than it was when it came out originally oh yeah <laughs> um, you know it's, it's kind of uh i was quite into into that scene it was you know it's a thing while i was kind of in college or whatever um and it you know there was some good bands, Blink-182 had a couple of good tracks that weren't kind of really my thing. Some 41 had a kind of Iron Maiden vibe, which is cool. I loved all that kind of stuff, but the bands we're getting through now that are doing it are doing it so much better. These guys are awesome. Mr. Happy Chainsaw is the other one, and they are just absolutely fantastic. I'm just like, this is great. This should be a whole thing. I hope there's another five years of this. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, it's right. Probably eh? makes you probably makes you jump up and down and have a good time man it's a great you know this is the soundtrack to your saturday right so that's 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 what it should be <laughs> yeah right and uh, i just messaged our uh special guest and it's still sending so let's uh give uh them a call and see if they're on anyway so just give me one moment here and uh we'll get our special guest on here excellent and welcome 
Harry, ill-advised, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you guys? Good, man, how are you? Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks. So, uh, there's your surprise, Mike, because we have Harry on. Uh, sorry, Harry, trying to message you. My phone's moving a little slow. So, um, let's get right into it, man. Mascus came out yesterday, and uh, you posted iTunes. It even posted it a half hour earlier on iTunes. So let's get into it, man. How how uh, happy are you right now that the album is finally out? Oh, I'm psyched that people finally get here. But it's been a gosh, a year and a half of a uh, of hard work. So it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a relief and uh, a lot of a lot of fun to uh, finally have it out there for people to hear. Well, uh, like I think we told you before, like we really really enjoyed it. And uh, man, now that it's out, it's just it, it's wow! Like I'm still, I'm still impressed. It's just nice that I can actually put it on in my car and listen to it on on repeat, no problem. And I have been for the past, well, since you sent it to me, really. Oh, that's awesome! Wow, thank you so much. I'm psyched that uh, you've been you've been digging it. Oh well, like like when Mike and I talked to you last time, it was just like something we we'd never like really even heard of before. You used the background to it, right? So uh, um, now that I blabbed on for a few minutes, uh, uh, Mike, I'll give uh, Mike the, the mic here, quote unquote. Well, well, first of all, hello. What a fantastic surprise. I'm so glad it's you. <laughs> how you doing, man? You all right? Good. Yeah, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. I have to say I'm completely uh, completely with Bainesy. I'm really digging the new album. And uh, I just think, um, much like I said to you last time when I'd only heard a couple of tracks, I'm amazed that you can do all of that stuff on your own. <laughs> I think it's kind of insane uh, that there's so much going on. It's cool. But, yeah, how's it been, man? How's, how's the reaction to it and, and everything? You know, how, how are you uh, enjoying being a, a famous rock star with an album out now? <laughs> oh, God. Well, I've, I got, I've received a lot of good emails, uh, some feedback, which surprised um just people out of the blue. It's been really cool, and I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, people are kind of, it'll take a while to kind of have everyone digest it and kind of get a better idea of what, what people think, but I think, uh, you know, I think so far uh, there's been a lot of positive response, but I think it's kind of a polarizing type of record. I mean, just the subject matter is, is kind of, it's which I guess I'd rather have a reaction and have people be like whatever so no I'm, I'm i'm really pleased and surprised so um no it's been great i i personally think that music that's polarizing is is fantastic because actually i mean i i'm in the love it camp but <laughs> it doesn't matter like you say it's it's the kind of you know get a reaction and make people think about something or have a feeling about something is is great if someone hates it then great at least they feel something at least they've noticed it. at least they feel something about it and you know, they've got an opinion on it, and that's you know one of the best things um, about about releasing something. Um, so, so for anyone that, that wasn't listening to the original interview, do you want to retell the bit of the background on the album and stuff? You know, do you want to repeat yourself? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, so let's see. God, God. Uh, so I started recording Masochists basically the day Parkway Divides, which was my first record, came out. So that was the end of November in 2015. And um, it was just meant to be like an EP because I figured, you know, I, I I knew that I had hit a point with Parkway Divides where I kind of had taken that alternative rock sound that started in the 90s and 
continued through the 2000s with when digital recording became a thing, I kind of felt like, okay, I had taken that as far as I could. I didn't see any way I could kind of do the whole, you know, here's the intro with the, you know, rock guitars, rock drums, and, uh, you know, synths and stuff like that with the big choruses that I kind of, you know, I felt like, okay, I, I can't, and I wasn't feeling it anymore. And just, uh, we had toured Parkway. And, you know, the, uh, the live band I was playing with, everyone kind of went their separate ways. So I kind of figured, okay, you know, I've, I've, I was getting gig offers in the UK and in Germany. And I was like, I can't, I, I couldn't get out there. So I'm like, okay, right. well, I'm, I'm bored with what I'm doing now. And, you know, I, I, what would happen if I just ditched the acoustic drums and kind of took a different approach, a more electronic kind of rhythmic approach to it. And, uh, so that kind of started it. And once I recorded Jack the Ripper, which is the Morrissey cover, which that was when I kind of realized, wow, this is, uh, this kind of set the tone for what the, uh, record would kind of begin to sound like. And from there, um, you know, for me, like we talked about the last interview, it kind of nothing's deliberate, nothing's calculated. It just right. kind of music, kind of as cliche as it's a, it as it is. It, it just kind of shows you what you're supposed to do, and you just kind of let it guide you. When you start forcing things, is where you run into problems. And um, so, I've just kind of open mind. You know, the one benefit of doing everything yourself is because I've recorded in studios, and you're always conscious of not only the time because they're hourly, but if it's kind of if you don't have a good relationship with people or they're kind of just the session the engineer for the session you don't know them you, you're always going to feel inhibited so when and even with bandmates i mean you know it's always a there's always a certain dynamic so when what i found is as you know where other people might find recording alone in a basement for a year and a half isolated <laughs> which it is, it's also free <laughs> the only person who judges you is yourself so I think that's part of what allows my music to be honest is that um, it's kind of the only place where I don't feel awkward in life. Like it's sometimes, you know, it's just, you, you kind of, you're always thinking about people's perception of you and just kind of reading people and out and, you know, it's kind of like writing a song in your bedroom. Like you're just there with your guitar or whatever. And uh, so I kind of let that process guide me and, um, the story kind of, which I guess we, we can either talk about or I won't ramble on too long, but um, the story of it uh, kind of started to fall into place for me. The, I don't, a lot of the times I don't really, a lot of the time I don't really know what the song is about until later. And sometimes there are songs that I'll write and I'm like, and then later later on I'm like, oh, I, I, I get what that was about. I didn't know I was feeling that way. So it's kind of a weird, I don't know, unconscious experience for me, so. Well, you know what that's that's what works for you, and and you know, and, and no one like can can take that away. And, and just like every artist has their their different conception or idea of how they're going to create the music, and a lot of times it just happens, like you just said, or it just there there's no initial like you know what you're right, let's do it this way because you're right. Because a lot of times when it is forced, it may come out quicker, but then it just doesn't sound as good or or not exactly what you wanted to hear. So you release it, and it's like, oh man, why did we do that? Right. Yeah. No. I mean, it's um. Yeah. It, it's again. It, I can't speak for other people. I mean, but um, it's always been just a natural thing for me, and it's kind of a. I started this record because I felt like I had to write something. Like it's never a. It's never a sort of like oh, like here we go again, and, <laughs> and I caught 
was writing, I always, I mean, there were probably, what, 25, 27 songs that didn't even make this record that I didn't even get to, just that I thought, you know, there I could have made a double album, but I'm like, okay, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's what I was thinking, too, is I was kind of like, leaning towards asking, asking about that, just because, you know, uh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, of uh, Nice Nails' album, The Fragile. So, the, and that's what it reminded me of. It's like, well, that's what I try to like, wonder if there, the idea of, of a possible double album was in its head or if it'll ever happen because, like, that's what the first thing that stood out to me because such a flow of it re, did remind me a lot of The Fragile. The Fragile is, is probably my favorite Nin album, but that being said, it just, the, the flow of it just it works really well. I was like, very impressed with it. You know, it doesn't happen too often where you get that nailed down, especially when there's such like different concepts and different ideas and different uh, tempos altogether. Like a really, really uh, almost organized chaos uh, is I think is the best way to put it. But like really, it, it was really impressive. Thank you, gosh. Yeah, no, I, I, I was actually talking to Recite the Plan about this because he's kind of been someone who I kind of touch base with and we're just kind of on the same wavelength and i'm you know i i it's, it's interesting because i mean even with this record it's an hour and 18 minutes long right it's a 16 record and it's like you know a, a lot of people are, are like well what the what the hell like and it's interesting because of uh, uh my mentor who michael james who mixed both records um uh he uh he's kind of been you know he he wrote some something very nice about the record recently um and uh he's actually the only person by the way to ever play on an ill-advised record he played the acoustic guitar in oh really oh, yeah. so he's the only one and i was very honored to have him play um but for sure he, uh, he's like oh you're very brave for doing seven minute songs and i'm like to me it's like it you just it's not brave at all it's just like you do what the song calls for like how do you tell the story and so it's so interesting that you mentioned that because, I mean, I've always kind of thought of the whole Smashing Pumpkins, Nine Inch Nails kind of arc where, right. you know, two records and a double album. And I've, I've always kind of wanted to do it that way. So who knows? Maybe there will be an actual double record next. I don't know. I'm I'm already kind of thinking about the next one. That's usually what happens. I finish right. one and then it's like, okay, what's next? <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's kind of interesting that you mentioned uh, melancholy and infinite sadness as well, because both uh, both albums or both uh, CDs, or whatever, ever, what have you, same for Nine Nails, both those start up completely different from the tempo of the songs to the lead in, because the second one on uh, I was that uh, was because it? it's left and right CD, right, and on the right CD, I believe it starts out with uh, um, the way out is through, which is completely different from the, from uh, from the left. And with uh, it's the same thing with uh, uh, the melancholy and sadness. Like one starts off with like Jelly Belly, which is like super heavy, and the the, the start of the other one is a little bit more a little bit more tame. But both those albums were completely just all over the place as far as to, like, not not some people are expecting uh, from the Pumpkins at all because you know that kind of led into like Ava Door and like Pisces Iscariot and that sort of thing. So. Yeah, uh, uh, sorry, that's my little sidetrack, but you, you mentioned it, and I know both albums uh, very, very well. So we're going to get to one of the singles that, that was released before the album came out. This is Ill-Advised with Blessed Insane of his new album, Masochist. Dig this. The first step away from Christ is your first step toward the Prince of Darkness. Because when the Prince of Darkness gets in here, he'll destroy everything. 
in your life. Let me tell you something. The lyrics to real rock music is nothing more than a tell the truth. Get it out of your house, throw it out, and do it. You have no place in your house. When you reject the truth, all that's left is a lie. When you read books about witchcraft, the uncle, horoscopes, you're
which came out yesterday and man did this ever have nine Nails written all over and what, what a good segue to go into it as well right i mean it just harry like man like like i said the first time we talked about it uh about the album it, the, the two words was holy fuck because <laughs> this is just fantastic and i'm just i'm so impressed and i just i was even telling brian yesterday uh from factory fast records that the jump from um, Parkway divides some maskets. It's just it's a, it's a huge leap. I mean, it, it almost looks like uh, Parkway divides his child's play, even though it was a great album. I mean, just such a huge difference. But wow, man, this 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 song was just like you loved it, like the all the way around vocally, everything, the mixing was just fantastic. Mike, I absolutely love. Uh, well, I, I, I love the whole album actually, but I really really like this track, and it's it's great. It's an interesting one that you've picked out because it has that intensity and almost claustrophobia that captures this album so so well um, and, and what i was actually <laughs> what i was saying because i didn't realize we were on air uh, is that uh, harry was saying oh, it's, it's quite a long song but but if you do a long song and you do it really well like that then bang on and this album's actually full of some really really um you know reasonably long tracks that are really really well done you look back at like pink floyd where they did 25 minute tracks on right but they're absolutely fantastic <laughs> So next up is a band uh, that you submitted, uh, Mike, is a band called The Wipes. I'll let you go ahead with that one. Cool. Well, I, I don't know too much about these guys. I was just, uh, you know, on the usual hunt for, for music, which I sort of constantly am, really. It's, uh, it's an obsession in the same way that some people collect uh, stamps or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> only much more interesting. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm just on the hunt, and I came across these guys. Uh, from memory, they've only been around since about October last year. Okay. So a reasonably new band. Uh, this is kind of a, uh, you know, they've put a few tracks together with the view of, you know, yeah, getting gigs and getting the word out and everything else. And it was just one of those that just really hit me. I thought, oh, this is exactly the kind of thing I like. It's raw and dirty and, <laughs> you know, um, dirty rock and roll, which we love. Right. Uh, a bit punky as well. So, yeah, I, just, I was just like, yeah, we'll, we'll bang this on. Definitely. It suits the show perfectly. So have a listen, man. I think you'll love it. They're a really cool band. Right on. So here we go with The Wipes and Broken. Dig this. Yeah. 
Moving on, the wipes with Broken. That was a dirty rock and roll tune to say the least. Like, what a good flow that had. Like, I really dug that one, man. Good submission, Mike. <laughs> I was going to say thank you, but it's, it's not really to my credit. It's to theirs. <laughs> uh. um, yeah, no, that, that was a fantastic cheer. They're a really, really cool band. And like I said, I think they've said they're only going since round about October or something like that last year. Um, you know, so reasonably new, but they're already doing some cool uh, gigs. They've played at the place called The Cave in Adelston, where um, one in five actually we're playing in August with uh, Sweet Johnny, which is going to be a good night out. Nice. Uh, and, um, oh, Shotgun 21 are playing that as well. That's going to be a really good night out. Well, um, anyway, enough about me. <laughs> Sorry, it's, uh, yeah, they, they, so they've Playing some cool venues, playing some cool gigs, and I'm not at all surprised because it's proper good. Um, like I say, they, they've obviously you know got together, um, got in the studio, uh, bashed out a couple of tunes to get the name out, and, and you know what a fantastic start to your uh, you know career as a band to uh, to stick something that good out, and you know the, the mix and the master on that I think is fantastic because it really kind of uh, brings everything up, and you know I love a bit of day rock and roll, and I love a bit of punk, and that's got a bit of it all in it, so <laughs> great. Right on. So next up is another submission by you. This one is a band called The Final Cause of Tactus. Go ahead, talk about this band. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know where these guys came from, but I was just... Oh, wow. Uh, look, these guys have got that whole rage against the machine filth thing going on, um, and they're absolutely brilliant. Again, um, actually, because I recently joined the modern world and then uh, and, and sign up to spotify I, I, i've been listening to them a lot on there um and it's just you have to kind of put it on repeat and keep playing it because you can't get away from it it's pure addictive rock and roll and this is a brilliant track by a brilliant band right on so here we go with the final clause of tactics this one's called without resolve dig this Straight. 
Final Claws of Tactus. Uh, man, what a great tune that was without resolve. Like, <clears throat> that was hardcore, that was heavy, that was great stuff. I like, love the vocals, the, the recording uh, was always sounded so good. And man, <clears throat> did they ever do a great job with it? Yeah, it's just, it's got groove, it's got heavy, it's got funk, it's got just everything. It's got that Rage Against the Machine meets Red Hot Chili Peppers thing going on. And there's kind of real passion and anger and vitriol in the vocal, which I really, really like. That's what music's about, is, you know, let your soul out and put it on a plate and let people eat it. Um, I just think it's absolutely fantastic. It really did make me smile when I heard that uh, the first time. And I've, I've said loads of times on this show, but for me, music music that make, music should make you happy. You know, that's, that's the point of music. I read somewhere that we've been uh, playing and making music for 55,000 years, and there's a good reason for that. It's because it makes you happy, yeah. and this is exactly the kind of music that makes me happy. Absolutely. Uh, so damn right, man. It's absolutely stunning, man. Ryan, well, thank you so much for everyone who listened to part one and part two of NMS, especially our interview with Harry, who was ill-advised. We went back on because his new album came out yesterday called Masochist. It's available on all major uh, social medias. So I'll pick that up as soon as possible. It's a great album. So like usual, uh, big thank you to everyone who listened. Uh, Mike, it's always been a pleasure with you. Always, man. Love it. Alright, so Mike and I will be back next Saturday. We'll talk to you soon at 5.30pm Eastern and 10.30pm GMT. We'll see you next Saturday. Until then, Bones out. It's been a lot of fun.